When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why don't you and I go see Mamma Mia? Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become a professional wheelbarrow racer, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Alexis Thompson. <laughs> oh, yeah, you get ready. Uh, I'm going to wheelbarrow some craziness. Right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Human or the actual thing? Human, human. Human. Okay, get ready. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, Bunny. Happy Monday to you, Don McLean. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to all of you. It is uh, November 11th, 2019. 6.03 is the time. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to a brand new week. Welcome to National Sunday Day. Welcome to National Veterans Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Before we ask the question, let's raise our respective mug of coffee and cheers to the good men and women of the armed services. Happy Veterans Day, everybody. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you. Alexis Thompson, how was your refreshing morning beverage this morning? I, I just raised an empty mug, but it will oh. be delicious uh, when there's actually yeah. some Joe inside. It is brewing as we speak, um, so it's great. And there's some Donna Valentine salted caramel Cream. creamer uh, to put in there, so it's oh. going to be absolutely fabulous. Donna Valentine cream. Yeah. Uh, Don McLean. Yes. Uh, same for me. I don't have anything right now, okay. but I will enjoy it oh. later. What about you, Jason? <laughs> well, thank goodness. I I have some right here. Okay. I yes. wish I could share it, but what you got? I'm in another city, but, uh, but mine uh, mine's delicious. I drank a lot of it before the show even started because uh, I'm out of... Um, I didn't want to leave the house yesterday for obvious reasons if you follow me on social media um i had kind of a i don't even actually think i had a weekend i feel like <laughs> yeah did we just end the friday show mm-hmm. i feel like yeah i feel like i just said to lex lex uh t- let's tell the kids to go out there and be themselves and then uh, we and now i you feel like you. we just Bye. you do you Hello. and then i feel like the open started again i and and we're back yeah and that's that's not a bad thing i love being here uh, it's a crazy weekend, but uh, but it's no. One of so those weekends, you're right. It was for you. I know for you as well. Um, and uh, so my coffee, I'm drinking. A, I drank a lot of it before the show even started because I didn't even have 
the constitution and the, the 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 energy to go to the grocery store yesterday like I usually do to get smoothie stuff. So I didn't have my usual breakfast smoothie. So by the time I got to to the Fox studio, I just needed to go to Starbucks. I didn't even have the energy to press the button on the George Clooney coffee machine. So I just so I'm uh, sucking down a refreshing iced coffee mm. beverage from the bucks of the star. Yeah. Nice, nice. Mm. Cheers. Mm. Ah, there we go. Lexalou, yeah. um, I want I want some highlights. Uh, you were at GalaxyCon over the weekend. Yes. And this was this this was the first ever uh, GalaxyCon for right, Lex? Yes, for for the Twin Cities. It was the very first one at the Minneapolis Convention Center. And yeah. guys, it was humongous. It was crazy, the amount of stars, mm-hmm. the panels, the yeah. vendors, the cosplay was out of this world. The winner got $2,500 Whoa! Oh for the goodness. best cosplay. Uh, so it was a huge con, and it looks like they will be coming back next year. Nice. Oh, so really? So make sure you, you know, yep, put it down on the calendar, because there were some really cool people to meet. Um, Angel freaked out over a bunch of people. <laughs> Um, including George Takei, he was there, and Nichelle Nichols. This is probably one of the last runs of her, well, because she's been doing this for 50 years Absolutely, now. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, for a Comic-Con for her, but uh, he had this really cool Migos toy that had both of the figures in there. Oh. So they both signed it, and he was pretty much geeking oh, out over that. Oh, my that. gosh, I bet. Yep, and then Sergeant... Slaughter, who's a G.I. Joe, yeah. <laughs> the drill sergeant, oh he was there. Goodness. He was dressed up in his garb, and he put on hell in a headlock, and he was just like... <laughs> he yes. did not. Yes. Oh. He goes, dream come true. I should post that picture so you guys can see it, but he was super happy about that. And a lot of voice actors were there as well, which was really cool. A lot of anime actors, um, and the guy who created the packaging for Migos which that toy's been around, you know, since the 40s, 50s. They're still making new Migos. The guy who designed the packaging, he was there. And so that was really cool. That's a really niche type of a thing to have somebody at a con who designed packaging. Yeah. John Cusack was there, so that was really fun to see him. Oh, he was? He was there, yep. He looks great. He still looks, yeah. Yeah. And seemed to be having a good time. And one of the other voice actors was the voice of Kermit the Frog <gasps> and Rizzo the Rat. He played a lot of other characters, too, but those were yeah, kind of the wow. two. Steve Whitmore. And I went to one of the panels, and it was just so fun to see him. He kind of looks like a Muppet. He has yeah. really long, fluffy, <laughs> soft hair. And um, he was just really funny, just bringing what up was- stories and... Anything, any takeaways from the panel? Because I would imagine that would be an interesting panel to attend. Yeah, there were a couple uh, takeaways. So he started at the company when he was 18 years old. He answered like a TV guide call for puppeteers, old school puppeteers. And so he really worked under Jim Henson and learned the voice and learned, you know, what to do. So when Jim died, he was offered to be the voice of Kermit and... He, you know, stepped into it just fine. Uh, He said his voice was a little bit different, but fans still understood. Yeah. And he said that Rizzo, the rat, was his favorite. Oh. Because, you know, he's a little sassy and a little grungy, rough around the edges. Yeah. So he loved that. And um, that David Bowie. Oh, right. Yeah. I love Rizzo, the rat. Oh. And, you know, with the Muppets, 
music was a big thing and the musical guests. And he said he got really nervous around David Bowie, which I think all of us would have. But Oh, sure. He uh, was saying how much fun that was. The other interesting thing that he didn't spend a lot of time on, you know, now that ABC and Disney, they have bought the Muppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that transition, he decided to leave his job. So he is actually not currently the voice of Kermit the Frog. Oh, okay. Kind of a creative differences situation. Oh. And he kind of alluded to the fact that he's worried about the franchise because none of the original people are there anymore. And he would have been one of the last vestiges of that legacy. And not very happy with the direction that it's going in. Well, we've talked about we this. We talked about this. Yes. yes. And so he basically confirmed it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> we just talked about this. Yeah. Yeah, I was freaking out a little bit. And then, I, and then they were I don't like. blame them. Oh, yeah. You know, and then, then they mm-hmm. were taking um, questions from the crowd. And there were some really great questions. All of a sudden, the, the guy right behind me, and I hadn't looked back, had a question. And they're like, oh, look at you. And I flipped around, and the guy was dressed up as Kermit the Frog. <laughs> oh Seriously? So Kermit had a question, and he asked about the musical guests. So, you know, he was nervous to, t- to talk to. Oh, but, gosh. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really fun. And, yes, I hope that they do come back, because this was a big con. It reminded me of San Diego Comic-Con when I went there. Oh, wow. Just the fanfare, the amount of people that came through, and just how much fun it was. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was a good time. It looked huge. I mean, the fact that the mayor was there to cut the ribbon and Yeah. You know, we um we had um uh the gentleman from uh um Gilmore Girls on our show. Oh, yeah. On uh on Friday and then we had the Flash, the bu- um, my sister show, The Buzz had the Flash on. Oh, yeah. The original Gordon. Flash. Cool. Um, and He's a nice guy. Was he? Yeah. I yeah. met him at other cons. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I just the size, the fact that, wasn't Shatner there, too? Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about him. Yeah, he was yeah. there, too. Here was the other interesting thing. Okay, so they notoriously don't get along, right? Him yes. and George? Oh, yeah. They put their booths next to each other. Oh, they did not. no. It was right at the end. So John Cusack was at the end. Then there was George. Then William. And then, you know, then the rest were kind of spread out. But I just thought, whoa, I wonder if they're going to be actually signing that, you know, right next to each other. I don't know how they worked that out with the scheduling. But okay, both of those gentlemen, come on. You guys are in your 70s. Yes. I mean, make peace. Come on, make peace. Sean Gunn is, was my guest. I'm sorry. Oh, he's Sean. Bro- oh, yes. He's the brother of James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. And Sean is also in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, in two ways, uh, he's Craglin, and then he's also he does Brute. these. Yeah, he does the stop motion for Rocket the Raccoon. Yes, oh Rocket. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So he was lovely, and he's also in Gilmore Girls, and uh, which everybody in this building at Fox freaked the blank out <laughs> at the uh, the fact that he was here because there's a lot of Gilmore Girls uh, fans here oh, in our building. But cool. he was very sweet. Very, 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 very sweet. And he was real honest. He was talking about, you know, in the commercial break, I asked him, I said, and I asked him a version of this on air. I said, how, how do you like these cons? I said, you know, and, and be honest with me. I said, you know, I. He's like, you know what? I like it, but it gets overwhelming at times. Oh, yeah, He's like, I because it's that. just, it's hours and hours. And he said, and, and I never want to disappoint. And he said, 
everybody that walks up, it's a new experience for them, but it's a repeated experience for me. So I have to keep in mind, I have to keep fresh. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's, that's a lot of, Mm -hmm. that's a lot of pressure, you know? And, and, uh, but also the controversy with his brother, remember being asked to leave the, the franchise and then to come back now. But during that time when he was asked to leave, he was at another local one here at Chapel Con, Mm -hmm. which is, um, down in Albert Lee. And, um, you, you could just see the questions of you know, you could hear people asking about that, and I'm like, "Gosh, it's his brother!" Like, yeah, you know, don't oh, do it. Stop, don't do it. I didn't. I please. I was like, <laughs> I, I, they 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 asked us not to, and I'm like, yes, "Oh, girl, March. we ain't gonna. We no, are gonna." No one talk wants to make it. someone uncomfortable. No, no why? Ain't, that's not our business. I just felt mm. uncomfortable hearing the question over and no over again. That like, is awful. Oh. Awful. More craziness at six fourteen. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back right after this. Smoking is not allowed, and federal law prohibits tampering with, disabling, or destroying a restroom smoke detector. Thank you. Thank you, Flight Attendant Rita. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Oh, and don't forget. All exits are clearly marked with an exit sign. Just in case you need a quick evacuation from our show. Not during the show. No. Wait until we landed the plane. Yeah, Yeah, wait till dawn lands the plane. Megs, it might be behind you, too. Remember Don, that. Don, have you had the uh, government-required amount of sleep uh, to fly today? Have I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. You know, because sure. pilots have to have a certain amount of sleep every day. So. Oh, my gosh. I would be in trouble, wouldn't yeah. I? Oh, You're grounded again. <laughs> oh, the three of us would be the oh, worst pilots I don't know ever. if even collectively we get that No. No. Like, this thing's going down. <laughs> I'm jumping out with my parachute on. Mm-hmm. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> yeah, Lex, I love you, but I don't think parachutes work on like a 737, <laughs> yeah. but okay, sure, girl, sure. See, that, that I, I really I can tell you screwed. some details if you want to know. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're good. Oh, no, we're right good, done. Don. No, Depends no, on if you're, no. you know, above 14,000 feet. You need some oxygen. Oh, okay. Mm. So you want to okay. be above it or you want... You want to be below it. You want to be below that, yeah. I see. Oh, yes, okay. yes, that you makes need sense. oxygen up there. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I'll just yeah. get it to that level and then... Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Peace out. Be deploying those you little need to like, go down further. Yeah. Peace oh. out. The, Peace the, out. Peace. The slides and everything. It's like going off, and people are like, "Why are we descending?" Yeah. <laughs> what's What's going on? What's this? Seriously, what's going on here? What's, what's happening? It is uh, coming up on uh, six uh, twenty-two. Huge sports weekend this weekend. I mean, ginormous. I mean, I was kind of in a bubble all weekend. I'll briefly mention that later. But uh, I was the bubble I was in. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Showed the Gophers game. Yes. And uh, everybody. Don, where I was I with you around that mm-hmm. same room? Yeah. You, we, uh, yep, yeah. I was around there. Yep. It yeah. had started or it was getting oh, ready to my. start. Yeah. 
Lex. Huge news. Oh my gosh, yeah. His friends were at the game and just said how much fun it was. They rushed the, the right. field at the end because the Gophers, they beat Penn State. Crazy. An undefeated team. Right. And so now they're probably what ranked one of top, the top five teams, which yeah. is awesome. So if you're not on the bandwagon already, it's time to hop on because <laughs> Gophers are going far. Yeah. PJ mm. Flack, I love you. Oh, yes. I don't know anything about your coaching skills other than that you're a good coach, but um, I also think you're a nice guy too. Yeah. yeah. And he's he's a he's a very nice looking man, and so is his wife. They're a very pretty looking couple together. That's a pretty family. But yeah. he's yeah, he does a show over here and uh, everyone that works with him says he's a fantastic gentleman, just a nice guy. And you know who I was thinking about too, Lex? And Dawn, it'll be a name that kind of um, isn't real familiar to you, but um, I just have to acknowledge my my dear friend Darcy Polland, um, who was a reporter at WCCO. She passed away um, several years ago, and anybody that's been here for any length of time knows Darcy. And Darcy was the biggest... Gophers fan ever. I mean, ever. And whenever, uh, whenever there was a Gopher story, um, even if the news director would assign Darcy a different story, oh girl, no, 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 you, you didn't, you didn't assign Darcy a different. You didn't put another reporter on the Gophers. Oh, if there was a given. Oh yeah, if there was a Gopher story to be told, you didn't give it to another reporter, or Darcy would tell you. All about yourself. That was one of the first lessons I learned in in local television uh, when I was young. But uh, but anyway, and, and her 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 lifelong her dear friend Mim, who's my boss here at Fox, they were best friends. Mim and uh, her husband Pat uh, Pat Kessler, they were at the game on uh, Saturday, Lex, oh. and uh, they were thinking of Darcy. They ran they ran the field too, and uh, they were all thinking all the CCO alum. They were all thinking of Darcy because she would have loved this. She would have absolutely. Absolutely. This, this, is this would have, yeah, I was thinking of her. Oh, that's amazing. Weekend. Yeah. So, cause they had, uh, uh, it just was a great scene. It was sold out mm-hmm. and, uh, it, you know, when it was cold, it was a like good football weather and uh, I don't know, oh, I'm not even perfect. into football and I got wrapped up into it. So <laughs> yeah. 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 They're nine and oh now ranked seventh in the nation and have a two game lead. So that's oh, amazing mm-hmm. to have well, the big 10 West title. And we have a connection. Our uh, non-paid researcher, Phil Jones, he's uh, in charge of field security. Oh, so he's he handles security down there. So he was there as well. I so, wonder if that the rushing of the field is considered a security fail. Um, we'll find. <laughs> no, Phil, I did think you he fail? Allow it. Yeah, Phil, no. did you not stop the crowd? Come on no. now. Phil will let us know in about two seconds. <laughs> yeah, but no. he will. <laughs> he agrees that PJ Fleck is a good guy. So oh yes. yes. Congratulations, Gophers, and congratulations, the Vikings. They as won well. two. They beat the yeah. Cowboys last night. Away. Bet your husband was loving life this oh, weekend. Oh yeah, he. Oof. Yes. We, we gotta added, take a yeah. The highlights on and everything it was great. We gotta take a break. We'll be back with more right after these words. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Johnny Carson. Wake up and smell the coffee. Thank you, Johnny. Yeah. Hey, Johnny, uh, where are we broadcasting from? We come to you from beautiful Burbank. Nope. Nope. Uh... We wish. We wish, but no. 
for coming here, coming to you from St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's Monday, November 11th, 2019. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Hope you had an amazing weekend filled with laughter, food, folks, and fun. Really. And meatballs, maybe. <laughs> Yum. Hope it was filled with meatballs as well. <laughs> I don't know some why. meatballs. Did you? I oh. sure did. Yeah. Oh, Look wow. at you. Mm. Yeah. Look at you, Don. Yum. Don McClain, the meatball queen of Roseville. <laughs> Look at that. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. 632. Uh, let's get to our uh, big story. Now, now the big deal. It's so big you wouldn't even believe it. This is huge news. What's so big about it? Well, a lot of things. Um, okay, just like we did for the for the tip of this story, we're going to do the same thing for the tail of the story <laughs> and just uh, get it done quick because it just it's just so disgusting. And the person involved is now disgusting to me. Um, Ti, you uh, we you guys heard the story about. T.I. and demanding to go into his daughter's doctor's appointment. And I don't even want to say the word as a guy. I feel very uncomfortable saying it. But, Don, you have an update. Yes, I do. So he, like Jason said, I can say the word because it's a clinical term. And I yeah. don't mind. He yeah. said that uh, he goes into his daughter's uh, appointments to see if her hymen is still intact. Uh, he was informed by a doctor that, you know, there are a lot of ways that your hymen cannot be intact anymore and it has nothing to do with sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, my daughter doesn't do sports, so it would have to be from sex. So anyway, that is ignorant and terrible, possessive, disgusting. And so his daughter is 18 now. You know, she is in college and, um, you know, she did not make a public statement, but it's very telling how she feels about it because of the tweets that she liked. Oh, OK. okay. Uh, a woman said this is disgusting, possessive and controlling. It got six, uh, from the time I'm looking at it here, 601 retweets, 46 comments, um, 7.8 thousand likes, and his daughter was one of those likes. Oh! She liked the tweet that said, this is disgusting, possessive, and controlling. Oh. She also liked another one that said, this is just beyond possessive. Okay, that has Mm -hmm. thousands of likes as well. And then she also uh, had a cryptic post that said that she's on her own now. Oh. You know, enjoying oh. being on my own. Yeah. You know, and she's 18. I don't know if she still lives at the house, but she's in college, so, yeah. Oh, well, if I were her, I would get very far away. Mm-hmm. Well, I wonder, that can be very embarrassing to have your yes. dad talking about your sexuality and you're a college student, and they probably know that he's your dad. Of course everyone knows that's her dad. Right. So having to that's navigate just... that, let alone going to school, it just, he needs he to He had think no right to he, do that. Yeah. No. And no right to even no. be, I'm sorry, I know that she was a minor, and he's been going to these appointments all along, but I, I'm sorry, but mm. if I was that mother... I would be like, you are absolutely not doing that. Yeah. This if, is out well, of line. I learned this yesterday, and, and it's a little smile-inducing. I learned this yesterday, and maybe this is fiction, but I don't think so. Watching Castle Rock on Hulu, which I will discuss later, uh, my understanding is once you reach 16, 
Mm-hmm. You have the you have the right then for privacy as a child. You oh can, yeah, he mentioned that she waived that right. That's why he was in oh, there. For oh, the, my the apologies, last Lex. I didn't, I didn't. Oh know. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but you're right, Chase. You do. Well, she's probably too afraid not to. Well, yes. Exactly. I mean, jeez, you can't tell me that any young girl would want their dad no to be a part of no. that experience. It's mortifying. Well, and now, as you said, Lex, <sighs> it's it just. The fact that, or one of you said it, the fact that she's walking around now, she's yeah. walking around the earth with, with this story making so many headlines. Everyone knows that her dad talked about her sexual, her, oh, yeah, her anatomy how like that. Yes. Well, and how disgusting. You know, the, the, I've also read a lot of those who are defending him and saying, well, he's being an active dad. Now, there's one thing to say. You are involved, and you could tell. I'm sure he is all coming from love, and he wants to be a good dad. Um, but when you cross that line, not only going into the into the appointments and not asking if that's okay, but also sharing that mm. on a podcast, I was being proud and boasting. Exactly. Yes. That's where you're like, oh, come on, Ti. I don't even think this is appropriate privately. I just don't think this is something a father should be proclaiming in private in a in a lobby in a mm. hallway but Gross. but but it is especially horrible mm. that he decided to publicize this and mention it in an interview if you want to do it in private i i mean i guess that's your thing but then to to broadcast it right how can you not know how can you be so lack lacking in self-awareness mm-hmm. that you have no comprehension that this is going to be horribly embarrassing for your daughter well because i think he was only thinking about himself he's going well look i'm such a great father now this might this convoluted way to think about it but he's probably going i'm such a great dad look at what i do for my daughter and making sure that she is you know pure or you know this whole notion of virginity you know that it's all it's wrapped up in you know the different choices that People are making yeah. and, you know, there's there's value and judgment and mor- morality. You know, there's yeah. a whole bunch of judgment on that already yep. in and of itself. And he's saying, look, I'm the good dad by helping make sure that she stays this way, which oh, is like gross. Oh, wow. Even you, say, the fact even that you saying that, Lex, gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> right. And it's based on not tr- non-truth. Because like you said, Don. Hymen can break in many different ways. Oh, my gosh, yeah. You know, and uh, another thing to mention is that he has a 15-year-old son, and when he Mm. was asked about whether or not it was important for his son to remain a virgin, he said no. Yeah. Are you going in when you, uh, do they still uh, grab you and turn to the right and cough, Jace? Do you still do that as an adult? Um, (laughs) Is he watching his son do that? They, um... When I go in telling... there, they do something different. But, yeah, oh, they, I, they yeah, do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know different. what they oh, do with your, yeah, it's your checkups, but I remember <laughs> them doing that to my brother when he was a kid, and he was so scared. Oh, yeah, God. It is fr- it's uncomfortable. Yeah. I remember going... Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's it's Yes, it was extremely uncomfortable, and it's embarrassing, and 
you know, especially, you know, Don and I always joke that we're vain when we play uh, Would You Rather. <laughs> yeah. Especially as a vain person. Girl, that's just, you know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. 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 No, anyway. yeah. You don't want. Oh, no. Girl. Can you imagine your mom going around on a podcast and going, yeah, I made sure that I go in there and check to make sure his his wee wee has, you know, um. I, what would be the equivalent? I don't even I know. Don't, yeah. I don't know. I, there, <laughs> there is yeah. no test to I see if I... <laughs> right. No. There is no test. Oh, man. Oh, uh, it's so, so gross. Not to mention, you know, you're, they do say that the way your parents treat you really sets you up for your next relationships, you know? And right. if you have an abusive father, which I do believe that this is emotional abuse, mm. it shows her that it is okay for a man to say that... I own your body. Yes. Right. Like your yep. body doesn't belong to you. Yep. It's under the direction of me. Yep. And that leads to abusive relationships. Yeah. I am the yeah. drum major of your body. Yeah. Yes. So great point. Um, unpaid researcher Phil Jones. You've got mail. Oh, yeah. Doctors do not do the turn head and cough thing anymore. Oh, so. okay. Thank you, Phil. <laughs> I was wondering. I. Phil's knowledge is vast and wide. Have you not had a checkup recently, Jace? What's going on? You didn't know that. Well, not that I, not that I've had to turn and cough. I mean, no. I mean, what are you checking for? By the way, I don't know because I, I only have have sisters. I don't. I didn't have brothers. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't actually. You know what? I've had it done. I don't even know. It's been done to me. I don't even know. They grab your jimmies. They grab the whole thing. Yeah, and then hold your jaw and your jimmies. Yeah. And then you cough. Oh yeah, the they they the Jimmy and the John. I they, mean, they grab, grab all the, of it. Yeah, they grab the Jimmy John. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Turn and cough for boys. Why? Oh, here we go. Is she googling that? Yeah. Like she really. Uh, she's doing it like Yoda. Turn and cough for <laughs> boys. Why? Let's do a search on the internet. Let's Google some. <laughs> It works now, guys. It does. Did it work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prostate hernia. Yeah. Okay. It's, uh, th- so that's what they're checking for. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah weakness in the abdominal wall. Wouldn't mm. you say if you were a kid and you're like, wow, I feel like there's some real issues down here if you felt like you had a hernia. I mean, it's not like something you can really miss. True. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. Well, now that this conversation makes it reminds me, I got to get in and get a checkup. Yeah. Yeah, for wow. sure. Yeah. If I haven't coughed in a while, I gotta. You know, get in <laughs> well, I guess they don't do that anymore. No, I don't but know. But there what they are do. easier ways to. Now they just scan you. You know, because you had to do that for the physical. I remember every year in sports. You know, in high school, it's like all the boys had to go in and have this done. Yeah, that's that's why this. That's, that's why, why I never did this. Horrible. Yeah. Mm. That's why you didn't, didn't do sports, go, Jason. Yeah, I didn't have to do this to play the French horn. So you know, I just, <laughs> didn't have this. yeah, drama club didn't require a physical. You're checking your read and your tongue yeah. movements. Well, my read was checked, but I mean, that was a whole other thing. Oh. <laughs> No. My my read my read was checked. Is it wet enough? That's the question. But, you need yeah. a wet read if you're gonna play. Yeah. yeah. But that was that was only for certain people. Yeah. <laughs> for my drum major. Uh six forty two. Six forty two, everybody. Uh oh wait, hold on. Blah 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 blah. Oh! Hold on a minute. We have conflicting information. Uh-oh. Somebody, somebody just emailed. Uh, somebody's son had a physical last year, and his doctor had him turn and cough. Oh, see, 
Phil? Oh. I mean, what the hell are we paying you for, Phil? Oh, I mean, if you're well, fake, hashtag fake news, Phil. Fake news. What's going on, Phil? Uh oh. Mm hmm. 6.43. We're going to take a break. Before we do, though, uh, a brand new batch of items are up for grabs in our Listener Rewards treasure chest. You can enter to win a $350 gift card to Lunds and Byerly's to help with holiday grocery shopping, plus movie passes for Harriet, a Panera gift card, and more. To find out more about our fabulous listener rewards program do this go to my talk 1071.com boom the time is 6 43 the show jason and alexis in the morning the next activity a commercial right now and now a sweet moment with jr ewing tomorrow morning the janitor's going to come in here and sweep you out with the rest of the trash Unless, of course, you do the honorable thing. Get in the elevator, go up the roof, and jump off, huh? <laughs> this has been A Sweet Moment with J.R. Ewing. Aww. So sweet. He was, he was always so sweet with Cliff Aww. Barnes. He was just, that was, that's who he was talking to right there. 648, Jason and Alexis in the morning. I read the, speaking of, uh, I played that on purpose. I read the sweetest interview with our buddy uh, Patrick Duffy, Lex. Um, yeah, he was talking about how he still considers himself a married man, even uh, four years after the death of his uh, beloved wife. Um, they had been married uh, 40, well, I think 40 years they were together. And um, and uh, she passed away, I believe, in 14 or 15. And uh, he said that she, he still considers himself married. And he always will. Mm. And they, they just had such an incredible bond. They really did. Um, they were, uh, they were, I think, oh, she was a ballerina. That's right. And he was performing in a show and they locked eyes and it really was a love at first sight kind of thing. Um, he was 10 years her junior and, uh, he said he fell in love with his ballerina. And, uh, from that moment on, they were never apart. And, uh, yeah, so, and she sadly passed away, like I said, uh, four or five years ago. But it was just a really sweet interview. He's like, you know, I think he goes, I think about her every day and I feel her and, um, and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still a married guy. And I thought, oh, Patrick. And he's still good looking. Patrick still oh, looks great. Yes. He, he still looks good. He has long hair now. I wish you would cut it, but that's oh, all right, Patrick. I, lo- I love it. I love Do it. Do you love it? Yes. Oh, no scene. Oh, at Galaxy Con, there were so many guys with really long, lush hair, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, so <laughs> you like you. it. Yeah, She's I into know that. you like that. Yeah, yes, I do. you like that. Now, a lot just... of, some people can't do it. You're right. Have you ever straightened Onhill's hair? Yeah. It's curly. It's really, it's longer I, than mine. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. But his yeah, is super it up? curly, uh-huh. but longer. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. It is a six fifty. Is six fifty. Like it a lot. <laughs> I like it a lot. Six six fifty is the time. What's up with Jane Fonda? Lex? Oh, she did not get arrested on Friday. So okay, well there's there we that. Go. Yeah. Uh, she avoids a fifth arrest. She's been um, and she's said that through January she will be every week, every Friday fighting for climate change and being in the protest at in D.C. And uh, no one was arrested this time. In fact, the police refused to arrest anyone. Uh, so that's what? that's the newest thing. For the last four weeks, she has been arrested. Um, so that was mm. some good news, I guess. I wonder um, why the, the whole refusal to arrest people. You know, like what's the strategy there? 
Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, you know what I mean? Okay, I don't know. Yeah, what that's all they. About. Uh, I, I'm reading this on USA Today. Yeah, and they did reach out to the United States Capitol Police for a comment, but they did not respond. So, oh, yeah, um, imagine that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So she is vowed for every Friday through January. Yep, she'll be out there leading these demonstrations. Now, she did admit to the Hollywood Reporter that it probably isn't the wisest thing for her to do every week. Or to get arrested every week because of the long-term jail stays that she could get. She could get up to 90 days. But she also has to prepare for Frankie, Grace, Grace and Frankie, which yeah. they're going to be starting to tape in, in January. Um, so mm. we'll see. Usually what happens is they arrest you three times, so you get three warnings. Um, and then after that, uh, they then, you know, they, they could keep you for, for 90 days. Well, and she, her, Frank, Grace and Frankie co-star Sam Waterston joined her, I yes. believe, on week two or week three. So they have to be careful. If half the cast is gone, that's you know that's stalling a lot of people. That's putting a lot of people out of work. And and I I don't know. Yeah, it's, I was thinking about that. It's like well, now okay. Well, and I also think that there are some of the those on the police force that w- agree with them, and yeah. that maybe that's why they're being sympathetic as well. Yeah. Probably. So, Jane, you know, just uh, go back. I need you to finish Grace and Frankie. <laughs> right. Yeah, I that's what we want. Yeah. I mean, selfishly, I want you to uh-huh. help the earth. I mean, I want you. Yes. Because, uh, I, I mean, obviously, I just read a, a scary story yesterday about sea, sea level rising uh, higher than we anticipated by 2050. Um, the three of us will probably still be around. So that scares me. Mm. Now, how, OK, so I know all of that. Yeah. However, however, Jane, mm. I need you to wrap up Grace and Frankie, and then nice. you can go back to sure. go back to helping dolphins. But I just <laughs> I need you to finish Grace and Frankie. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Madonna needs help too. Maybe Jane can help Madonna because mm. uh, she's in a little bit of trouble. Lex, Dawn, she's in a little yeah. trouble. Someone's suing her, um, okay. uh, and that's nothing new. Madonna's been sued probably hundreds of times. Yeah, uh, a dude named Nate is taking her to court over late. Concert start times. <laughs> yep, I said. Yep, suing Madonna and Live Nation. Oh, oh my he gosh. alleges that the change in start times <laughs> for her Madame X tour is a breach of contract made between the singer and the ticket buyer. Oh, nice! So in August, dude uh, bought tickets to Madonna's December seventeenth show at the Fillmore. Okay. The concert was scheduled to begin at eight thirty. The, lo- the lawsuit says, but on October twenty third. Madonna and Live Nation changed the start time for the show to 10.30 p.m. Mm. So due to saying, hey, I bought tickets, but I don't want to attend a concert that starts at 10.30. Oh, neither do I. We get that. I I bought a ticket for a concert that starts at 8.30. Yeah. So I totally agree with this guy. I do, too. I mean, I don't know if we need a lawsuit. I mean, maybe just a refund. I think that mm. things aren't going to change, though, if you don't have a lawsuit. Right. And, yeah, okay, good point. There's you know. probably a lot of artists, too, that w- would be in the who's notorious for being late. Lauren Hill. Rihanna. Rihanna. Yeah, um, Rihanna's really bad for being late. Mm-hmm. I know. Look. I don't like this. You know, I, I've I I've bemoaned this. I, I think it's incredibly rude. And yep. Madonna, I love you, and I give you a pass on a lot of things. But I love that you're a perfectionist. But 
then rearrange the schedule somehow. Yeah, start perfectionizing you, whatever word that would be <laughs> earlier. Earlier. (laughs) Earlier. Seriously. Give yourself a few hours before you start. I mean, I love that you want to make the show great for all of us, but two hours late, that's not late. No. That's that's... indecent. That's not late is 20 minutes. Late is even, I'll give you a half hour. When we get into the hour, two hour mark, that's just rudeness. That's plain rudeness to me. Two hours. So what's this guy want? Money? What's what? What's the deal? What? I don't know. A piece of her property? I don't know. I he wants money. Okay. So so Madonna. I think you should do a class action, and then everybody yes. who went to the concert would have an opportunity. Good you point. Know? Yeah. Six fifty-five. Everybody, we're going to take a very small break. Don't forget to follow us on ye old social media: Lex in the Cities, Dawn at Dark, and Jason Matheson. We're going to take a break. We're going to sound like a fun day. We're going to take a break and we'll be back right after this. <laughs>